Good evening, this is Dr. David, and I'm back with the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. I'm so glad that you're back with me. Um, we just finished with Labor Day, so I hope that everybody had a great Labor Day weekend full of festivities and relaxation and all that kind of stuff. Um, for me, it was nice having a three-day holiday weekend, so I actually did take three days off, three consecutive days off, which is rare for me these days. Um, and it makes you really, really grateful uh, and appreciative of having time off. So that was really nice. I hope that you had a great Labor Day uh, weekend as well. I always share with my listeners that every single holiday gives us an opportunity to reflect and have some and gain some insight about something. And Labor Day should. Labor Day should should make you reflect about the value of your labor, the power of your labor. Uh, it should also make you think about kind of the principle uh, of input equals output and return on investment. You know, for the work that I put in, what am I getting back? And one of the things you should think about every single time that Labor Day rolls around is, am I getting adequately compensated for my labor? It may be the case that you are. It may be the case that you aren't. But that's definitely something you, th you should think about because time, your time, your talent, your energy are some of your greatest assets. So if you're not being rewarded for those adequately, uh, and especially if you don't feel that you're being rewarded for those things adequately, then you should do something about it, right? Um, not just think about it, not just feel it, but do something about it. And so if you if you do not feel that you're getting adequately um, rewarded for your labors, whether you work for yourself or you work for an employer, like most people do, contact my office. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll figure some things out. You know, we'll do a life coaching session that's focused on your vocational goals, um, your career goals and things like that. And we'll figure some things out. I promise you that you will benefit from it uh, because uh, most people aren't compensated adequately for their labor and you should you know just think uh just like sleep is important because you're supposed to theoretically spend about a third of your life sleeping your work is important too because you spend another third to probably half for a lot of us working so your work needs to pay off and it needs to pay off in the right ways and in balanced ways for you right and if it's not i promise you that you're not going to be happy in the end. So if you want to be happy, you've got to make sure that you're adequately compensated for your labor, right? And if not, then you've got to make some changes. Uh, but feel free to schedule an appointment at my office, www.atlanticoaching.com, and we'll talk about that. But Labor Day is really, really important, and you should always reflect on your labor and the fruits of your labor and whether they're worth the value of your labor each and every year. And that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> and when it's not, I, I, I find fixes and I find create solutions and, and tweak things. Um, and I promise you, if you have a second set of eyes and a set of eyes like me helping you through this process, you're going to, I'm going to help you see a lot of things that you aren't able to see. One of the big things that I think, uh, is a reason why uh, if you don't already have a life coach like me or you don't have a, a, a holistic therapist, life therapist or mental health therapist like me is this. Uh, and that's the concept of blind spots. We all have blind spots and um, a blind spot is just what it says. It's a spot that you can't see that's blind to you. 
everybody else can see it, but it's blind to you. You know, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like uh, the concept that whatever is directly behind your line of eyesight, you cannot see, right? Most people don't have eyes in the back of their head. Now, can you sense things? Absolutely, yeah. But most people cannot see straight back. They just can't. Um, if your head's straightforward, you can't see what's directly behind you. You can see what's to the sides of you. You can see what's in front of you. You know, that's called your field of view, your field of vision. But generally, what's directly behind you, you can't see. And that's why we have mirrors and things like that. So when you're driving, you've got rear view mirrors and, and things like that. Uh, and then, of course, cars now have technologies that kind of alert you to, to that. But that extra set of eyes makes a big difference. And that prevents a lot of people from having accidents. If they didn't have a rear view mirror or side mirrors, or they didn't have, you know, those lane departure warnings and, and blind spot detectors and things like that, there would be a lot more accidents. So that's true in your life too. Um, you need the same kind of technology and warning systems and other sets of eyes in your life that you do in your car. It just kind of makes sense, right? So um, make sure you, if that's the case, if you want to re-look at some things in life, you know, schedule an appointment at my office, www.atlantacoaching.com or www.mlcoga.com. And if you want to re-examine some things in terms of your, your business, check me out at www.atlantasmallbusinessincubator.com uh, or your finances. And then if it's related to your diet, your nutrition, your health, wellness, things like that, then check me out at www.atlantahealthandwellness.com. So anyway, welcome back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. I'm going to try to be really concise during this episode. Uh, one of my goals for this year is to have episodes to be a little bit shorter. Uh, I don't I try to step away from episodes that last an hour, hour and 10 minutes. Sometimes I get overly enthused and, and, and uh, you know, invigorated about an issue and I, I go on a little bit longer. But I'm going to try to be a little bit more concise uh, and and exhibit a little bit more, uh, a little bit better impulse control when it comes to like episodes and things like that. So I'm going to try to keep these episodes down to, you know, around 40 minutes. So that's the goal. Uh, plus or minus five or ten minutes, but that's the goal for the season. So I'm trying to avoid any episodes that are like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And if need be, like I've done in the past, I'll just do a two or three part series. So anyway, welcome back. Um, I've got some announcements, um, some really, really good things that I'm excited about uh, for this season. I'm going to have a lot of new guests. Um, and I'm going to mention those in just a minute. But I also wanted to remind you about Life Advice 360. Life Advice 360 is the new service that I created that allows you to get life coaching, a life advice, life recommendations, life solutions, life insights, life uh, answers to blind spots and all those different things from me for a small price, for a very, very affordable um, rate. So with Life Advice 360, you get that for a year. You sign up for a year. And depending on the level of the plan, you get emails from me um, with life coaching nuggets and things like that. You get advice from me. You get answers to questions from me, things like that. And it's very affordable. So if you are on a budget and you need some life coaching and some life advice and, um, you know, some insight and some help with blind spots that are in your life, like we all have, um, then check it out. And that's on all of my websites. So any of my websites that you Visit at the top, you'll see a tab that uh, in the menu that says Life Advice 360. Just click on that. It'll tell you more about Life Advice 360 
and there's also a sign up form. It's really, really easy. And um, the people who are using life advice right now uh, have expressed to me that they absolutely love it. So and I think it's a great value. Uh, you know, right now, inflation and price gouging and everything has made just everything so much more expensive, which I'm actually going to mention a little bit about that later on. Um, but um, because it defies some of the things that I'm hearing in the news about the economy and things like that. But um, anyway, um, people need more affordable choices. And that's the reason why I created Life Advice 360, so that people can get life coaching, life advice, life solutions, insights, um, answers to blind spots for me at an affordable price. So check out Life Advice 360. Um, I also am proud to announce that uh, I have partnered with several local organizations to provide trainings and workshops uh, and speaking engagements and things like that. So I'm really excited. That's something I've always been kind of passionate about. Uh, as you know, I like to share some of my thoughts and ideas about things, especially in the world we live in now that seems to be just complete, completely crazy and out of control. Um, but like I've always said, this podcast is all about fresh starts and solutions. Um, and so one of the things that I want to do is help provide other organizations with solutions. You may or may not know this, but I do provide I do, I do provide coaching and speaking and other services to local companies and organizations. I do do that. Uh, I can do trainings for companies, for small businesses, things like that. If you need a training for your workforce associated with mental health awareness in the workplace, things like that, or just kind of getting along with other people, communication, sales, sales and persuasion trainings, any of those kind of things, reach out to my office and we'll take care of it. We'll get you scheduled. Um, as you may or may not know, um, I've been a speaker for the I Am, uh, I Am Enough Empowerment um, um, uh, organization and their yearly event uh, their empowerment tour. I was a, a, a lined up speaker for them. I've been on many uh, panels. Uh, I also did a recent training for the insurance company, AmeriGroup Insurance, uh, for parents and things like that on parenting styles and, you know, helping with children and approaches to working with children and things like that. So I've got some new partnerships lined up. I'm going to be uh, sharing those uh, when I do some speaking, have some speaking engagements scheduled and training scheduled, I'll share those. But I'm excited about that. So one of them happens to be a, a big local school district. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, and then, like I said earlier, I also have several guest speakers lined up. So I'm excited about that. Uh, as you know, I recently did an episode with a one of the trainers at... Um, at uh, Floyd Mayweather's gym. So check out that uh, episode that I did uh, with Johannes uh, about, he's an MM, MMA trainer, boxing trainer, lifestyle and fitness trainer. So definitely check out that episode. That was one of the most recent ones that I did. Uh, that's really, really good. And Johannes is accepting um, new clients and he also created a special discount code. It's called Fresh Start. And all you have to do is contact him, mention the Fresh Start uh, and you'll get an additional discount um, on your first month of training with Johannes. I also have some other speakers. I've got Dr. Parker Hayes, an acclaimed emergency uh, room physician, men's health advocate, and co-founder of Lasting Impact Wellness Group, who's gonna come and speak. Um, 
and he's got a large audience uh, in his own podcast. He also has um, other things that he's done. So um, anyway, his podcast is called Lasting Impact Wellness. So he's a speaker who's upcoming. I've got another speaker uh, who may be on an episode, um, Dr. Kate Shanahan, um, and, sh and she has a nutrition um, um, focus. She also talks about all kinds of things from oils to diets, lifestyle patterns, overcoming cravings through biology and things like that. Um, so that's another upcoming uh, guest speaker. Um, another one is uh, Jonathan Raymond, um, and he has been an advisor to Fortune 500 companies. Um, he is another person who may be a guest on the show to talk about culture, ownership, empowerment, uh, promoting psychological safety, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, things like that. Um, another one is uh, uh, a lady who is a coach to CEOs um, and an advisor. She's been working with organizations for over 20 years. Um, and she's the author of a book called Courage to Lead, uh, uh, Daphna Horowitz. Um, and then I've also got some other people. So I'm really, really excited about the lineup of speakers. Uh, that's just a small sample of them. There are about five to ten other ones who are lined up to do uh, be guest speakers on the program, either um, this year or next year. So I'm really excited about that. So stay tuned. So let's talk about today's episode. Jump into it. Um, because we're trying to be a little bit more concise. So today I'm going to talk about a few different things. Number one, I'm going to talk about diabetes drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi. Um, and I'm going to just kind of share some things that I've read about recently and that have been in the news uh, by one of the top fitness trainers in the country. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about COVID and other viruses. I've been promising to speak a little bit about COVID and viruses. So I am going to do that today and then I will follow that up uh, with some episodes in the future um, about COVID-19 and other viruses that have been in the news and kind of some things that you should keep in mind. I'm also going to talk a little bit about healthcare insurance, um, flexible healthcare spending accounts, HSAs, PPOs, and HMOs, and just kind of some things to keep in mind. And then I'm gonna talk about kind of the energy of the fall. So we are now officially kind of in the fall season. Now we have, you know, Labor Day and everything. And so that's one of the things that I'm gonna talk about. I'm a real huge believer in the power of the seasons, the energy associated with each season and just kind of the cycle. Seasons are a part of our cycle. And I think every single season represents something. And if you work with the energy of that season, you're gonna get greater harvests and returns on your investments and i did a podcast episode earlier in the year about that uh, that was also in season two that you should check out and it was i believe about the power of spring so definitely check out that episode but let's jump into things so the first thing i want to talk about is just kind of like ozempic uh, wagovi and similar diabetes drugs so Part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this, and I actually thought about it, uh, I thought about it for a while anyway, um, but recently, Jillian Michaels, who's a very, very well-known and, and popular kind of celebrity trainer, fitness trainer in America, um, most people have heard of her, but she was recently talking about some of the serious side effects associated with diabetes drugs, and 
because of some of the the things that I'm subscribed to, um, medical and other healthcare news, uh, you know, those types of things, I frequently get emails and articles about these kind of things. And I got an article maybe a few months ago, and it was basically about somebody who had been using uh, one of these drugs um, that people are basically using, not just for diabetes, but for weight loss uh, more than diabetes. Um, and this person basically said, my gut no longer works. Uh, and basically what the person was saying is that their gut just doesn't move, that they have an, a gut immotility problem. Their gut just will not move food anymore. Um, and there are different, a lot of different words and medical terms that, that describe that condition. Um, but it's just basically where your gut doesn't move um, food like it normally does. Usually your gut, depending on what part of the, the gut that you're talking about, will move food. Some parts of it use peristalsis, which is kind of a snake-like kind of movement. Other parts of your gut use a different kind of mechanism. But every part of your gut, it's a system, right? Um, uses some kind of mechanism um, or method of moving things along until um, ultimately they're gone. And um, those diabetes drugs affect that. So I wanted to, I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. And when after I saw uh, the, uh, the, um, the interview that Jillian Michaels did on TV about it, and then I looked at some of the articles that were written about her interview and what she's kind of said, I just wanted to talk about it. So it's been something I've been wanting to talk about it anyway. But let me just kind of go through some basics um, uh, and jump into this topic because it's kind of the biggest thing that I want to cover with this episode. But basically, one of my overriding principles is this. It's called the Seesaw Principle. I also call it the Equalizer Principle. Uh, that principle is also something you could apply to things like plastic surgery. So I kind of, my application of it is called the plastic surgery principle. I also call it the principle of proportionality or the proportionality principle. And it basically goes like this. If you use a blunt tool, the more blunt of a tool that you use to solve a problem, the more likelihood it is to have effects that you hadn't counted on, right? Um, and that could be said about a lot of different things, right? And so, you know, you don't, if you want to make a tiny, tiny adjustment to something, to a system, a person, to a health condition, things like that, the more blunt the tool and the bigger and harder that blunt tool is, the worse chance you have of causing things that you didn't intend, right? And then, you know, by the opposite kind of perspective, the more uh, specific the tool, the more sharp the tool to the problem, the better the outcome you're probably going to have, especially if it's light, right? So you've got the bluntness or the specificness of a tool, right? Whether it's blunt on the one hand or whether it's highly specific and, and tuned uh, and and precise and accurate on the other hand. And then you've got the strength of the tool, right? How much force is behind the tool? And generally speaking, if it's a blunt tool and it's harder, it, it's going to have more side effects that you won't want, right? And you could use that correlation in a lot of different things. It's just one of those grand principles that works across everything, right? Um, 
including things like raising interest rates to slow down the economy. Raising interest rates is a blunt, the probably the bluntest tool that you could do. And that's why so many people are hurting now. And our current administration keeps saying, oh, yeah, the numbers are great. You know, people are thriving. They're not. And the reason why is because, uh, you know, basically on the news, you hear people spouting or I guess depends on which news station you listen to. But on the news, you hear some people saying, oh, yeah, you know, unemployment's low, inflation's going down. Well, you know, the last time I went to the grocery store, beef was twice as much as it was uh, two, three years ago, twice as much. Right. And so it doesn't matter if people are getting hired. And a lot of the people who are getting hired um, um, are getting are having lower paying jobs. But it doesn't matter how many people are getting hired. If things cost double or 50 percent more than what they used to cost, it doesn't matter unless your income's doubled. And most people haven't had a doubling of their income. So it's just a disingenuous kind of conversation. Uh, and and it, it pains me to see them act like everything's great when it isn't. And you feel that when you go to the grocery store. And it doesn't matter what numbers, what data you present. If people don't feel it, it doesn't matter. Um, you can say that the unemployment rate is three point whatever percent or two point whatever percent and the economy is strong. But it, when you go to the grocery store, if half the things cost a third, 30% more, 50% more, 100% more, it doesn't matter. Unless you're going to double their income, they're in pain. And that's what people are trying to say. Um, and so it's a blunt tool. When you use blunt tools, and especially with a lot of force, and when it comes to the interest rates, I think they raised it, what, 5 6% in the last couple of years? That's a blunt tool. And that's why you have the outcome you have and the total disconnect between people who are saying the economy is great Um and for other people who are, for the vast majority of Americans, who are saying it's not great and I'm in pain, right? And I'm paycheck to paycheck or I was already paycheck to paycheck and now I'm getting behind. Not to mention the fact that most people for the last three years have lost a considerable amount of income. So they were already in the hole. So when things level off, you still haven't made it for the deficit of what people have lost for the last three years. And that's one thing that you don't hear any of these people talking about, any of these analysts or commentators or whatever talking about on the news is people are in the hole. You know, I know I, the past three years have been rough for me, you know, uh, compared to before. So anyway, that's just an application of it. But in terms of these drugs, Generally speaking, every drug, every drug that you put in your body has a side effect. And the greater, the stronger the drug and the higher the concentration, then the worse the side effects. And the reason why is because of the principle I mentioned earlier, the seesaw principle or the equalizer principle, right? Um, one of the things that I'm a music lover. So one of the things that I learned when I was a kid um, you know, when I got my first little stereo, I think we called them jam boxes back then. But when I got my first little stereo, it had an equalizer. Um, and, you know, the, the first little stereo that I got had a little bit of, you know, it was a, it was a minimalistic equalizer. You could, there was a treble button, a bass button, and that's it. Then when I got older and I got a more advanced stereo, then it had actual equalizers where, you know, these little levers, you move up and down. And one of the things that I learned as a child or, you know, adolescent growing up is when you changed one equalizer, it changed the sound of a whole bunch of other things. 
So when you change one equalizer, that maybe, for instance, affects trouble, then it also might add, you know, noise or static or just this fizz sound, right? And you change another equalizer, like maybe at the opposite end, the bass, and it may change how the treble sounds too. So they're not in isolation. When you change one equalizer, it changes all of them. And, you know, when you're talking about uh, audio engineers, you know, they've got, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 90 buttons where they can adjust things. And the reason why is because of that whole principle. And in professional recording studios, it's that advanced because it's so delicate. So the human body is, is the same, even more delicate. When you change one thing, you change other things too. Um, that, that principle also comes out in plastic surgery, right? So, you know, I'll just take a, 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 an example. If you feel like, if, if, you, you know, if you don't like some feature that you have and you want to change it, when you change that one feature, it changes the proportions of your whole face. So if you make your nose smaller, yeah, you made your nose smaller, but your nose getting smaller probably makes your eyes look slightly bigger, right? Because the proportion has changed. Or your lips look thicker or bigger. Or your cheeks look more pronounced. If you change your cheeks and make them more angular, then it makes the, some of the other parts of your face either look more angular or more rounded. So you can't change anything in isolation for the most part. When you change one thing, it changes everything. And when you change everything, it it, 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 it creates a new balance, a new normal, right? And that's true about your face, about weight loss and everything else too. It's also true if you have a cosmetic procedure to your stomach or whatever, or if you change one part of your body, if you, uh, for instance, if you go and get strawberry laser, right? It's, it's a procedure that you can get that uh, can remove fat, um, especially in your abdominal area. Well, if you lose, if you target just one area of your body, like your stomach and your waist, uh, your hips, and reduce the weight there, you just change the proportion of everything, right? So you change the proportion of your stomach to your, let's say, abdomen and chest or breasts in a woman or your butt or your legs. If you work out, if you go to the gym and primarily just work out with your thighs, but don't work out your lower legs, then you just made your lower legs look more like chicken legs. It, that's the principle. So when you change one thing, you change other things too even if you don't intend to the truth is with medications and things like that that's absolutely the truth um especially at this stage in medicine and with with pharmaceutical agents right um and as we get better at it we probably will be better at taming some of those side effects but we're just not there yet the same thing is true in um psychiatry when you're talking about for instance ssris things like prozac zoloft um um, you know, uh, Cymbalta, Duloxetine, Lexapro, all these drugs that help with depression and things like that. When you raise serotonin, or if you slow down the rate that your body or your, your, um, your, your cells get rid of serotonin, then you change other things too, right? Uh, we call them SSR, SSRIs or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor so what they do is they actually slow down the reuptake of a neurotransmitter specifically serotonin right 
Uh, and I could go a little bit deeper into the mechanism by which they do that, but you can look that up, how SSRIs work. But when you affect serotonin, you also affect dopamine and other things. When you affect dopamine, you affect other neurotransmitters. When you affect norepinephrine, you affect other norepinephrine other neurotransmitters. When you affect glutamate, you could go down the list. Every single neurotransmitter system in your body is tied to other neurotransmitter systems. So when you affect one, you affect the others. And that's where the side effects come in, right? Um, that's definitely true of um, drugs that are used for diabetes. So for instance, with Ozempic, right? Which is also known as semaglutide. Um, it's a GLP-1 receptor agonist. What that means is that it mimics the actions of a metabolic hormone that's called glucagon-like peptide 1. It's a GLP-1 receptor agonist, right? And what that does is stimulate insulin secretion, right? And by doing that, they lower blood sugar levels because that's how insulin works insulin works by taking sugar out of the blood and sending it to other places right and then the opposite of that kind of um of insulin is another hormone in your body uh, called glucagon and glucagon and insulin although they aren't exactly opposites of one each, uh, of of each other kind of act like that but when you affect one, it, it has a mechanism. And when you do the other one, it also has a mechanism, right? Um, but basically, um, when you agonize uh, GLP-1, um, which agonize means help, antagonize means the opposite or detract from, then basically you remove more sugar uh, from the blood and send it other places. Well how does it work well one of the ways that it does that or one of the side effects of doing that is it slows down the rate at which your stomach or your gut empties food out right um, well what does that mean well that means you feel fuller for a longer period of time right and you don't have you have less of a desire to eat but the thing about it is is how is it working well it's slowing down your gut it's causing a certain part of your gut to stop even though your body intended it to keep moving so when you stop something that your body intends to keep moving, you pay a price for it, right? And that's one of the things that that's one of the things uh, that Jillian Michaels brought up is that you know, and and then also in some of the other stories that I read is these people, some of whom stopped taking drugs like Ozempic up to a year or a year and a half ago, they still can't move their bowels, they can't move their stomach. And they feel full all the time. And some of them are sick all the time, too. Um, those are just some of the side effects. Um, but, you know, there are a ton of side effects associated with these products that are made for diabetics. And they're really not intended for weight loss. That's just one of the benefits of taking it. But that's not the intention of the drug. Um, you know. Some of the other side effects. Well, if you feel full, that might cause you to feel nauseous, right? Like you want to throw up. It can also cause things like diarrhea, vomiting, stomach pain, constipation. Uh, you know, and drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi, if you look at their websites and look at the, uh, the package insert, which nobody reads, it, it shows that. The other thing about it, too, is when you affect, when you use 
a blunt tool, like something that affects insulin or glucagon that has effects all over the body, you also affect other organs. Insulin doesn't just, insulin and glucagon don't just affect the gut. They also affect other organs, right? Like uh, your pancreas and your gallbladder and your kidneys and your liver and all this other kind of stuff. So that's where you end up with these side effects because blunt tools tend to have a global effect on everything. So when you use uh, a blunt tool, like a hammer, in a situation where you really need a scalpel, you're not going to get a good outcome. And that's where all these side effects come. And if you look at, if you look at this, the mechanism of action for any drug, you can guess what the side effects are based on the mechanism of action. So if you use uh, a drug like Ozempic or Wagovi that uses something like glucagon, like peptide, or insulin, or, or some other kind of major hormone to have its effects, just know that it's going to affect everything. Um, some of the other effects that people have been having from drugs like Ozempic, uh, you, you can look these up, Ozempic butt an ozempic face, right? And that's basically because of the rapid uh, removal of fat is uneven. And so people have uneven things where they get more, a greater amount of weight loss in some areas than others, right? Um, so you can look that up and, and people, it's noticeable in their face and in their butt. That's why those terms, ozempic butt and ozempic face exist. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest things that a lot of people have, too, also is kind of fatigue where they kind of feel tired and things like that, um, you know, and it's not the same in all uh, drugs like that. But, you know, just think about it. Um, if you feel full more, you're going to take in fewer calories, right? If you take in fewer calories, it makes sense that you might not feel as energetic, right? So that's one of the side effects of losing weight by slowing down your gut instead of exercise and things like that, right? Um, and it just kind of makes sense. You know, a big, uh, a big uh, thing that's really, really important to think about it is, you know, whether you're talking about high blood pressure or blood pressure or you're talking about blood sugar, there's a reason why you have sugar in your blood, right? You need it. So if you zap a certain amount of sugar out of your blood, especially if you do it really quickly, it makes sense that it's going to have a drastic effect, right? And probably the slower you do it, the less of a drastic effect it's going to have. But the quicker you do anything, um, the more danger involved, right? That's, you know, you could use the same example of going to work. You know, if you drive in your car on the freeway 60 miles or 70 miles an hour to get to work, you're probably going to have one set of outcomes. But if you all of a sudden, in a couple of days, decide to go, I don't know, 200 miles an hour to work, yeah, the, the outcome's probably not going to be really, really good. Some of the other uh, side effects, I'll just kind of go down like the whole list of side effects associated with Ozempic. Um, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain or stomach aches, uh, fatigue, um, problems with uh, gallbladder and pancreas, pancreatitis, pancreatitis, gallbladder problems like gallstones, fatigue, changes to your face. I mentioned other a minute ago, azimpic face and azimpic butt. Um, rebound weight gain. So that means you'll gain some of the weight back. Low blood sugar, right? 
or hypoglycemia, vivid dreams, hair loss, uh, pancreatitis, I mentioned that one a minute ago, gallbladder diseases, uh, including gallstones, kidney damage, um, allergic reactions, and then thyroid tumors. And this is really, really big. Uh, you can check this out if you go to the website or if you check out the, the company that makes Ozempic their, or semaglutide, their website. There's a, there's a box warning uh, about the risk of thyroid tumors. And that's another thing, another organ that's also affected by things like insulin and glucagon. So none of these things, your body is a system. Um, one of the things you should do is you should check out the episode that I did um, called Listen to Your Body, It's Not Lying to You. But basically, every single organ system that you have works in a delicate way. I mean, the human body is absolutely brilliant. It absolutely is brilliant the way that it works. But it's also delicate. Uh, it's strong, it's resilient, but it's delicate too. Um, and so when you use a blunt tool to solve problems, a lot of times it doesn't work right? Or there are problems attached to it. Blunt tools rarely work really, really well, um, especially if you're talking about um, a system that has a lot of specializations or specialized cells like we do, right? Um, if you're talking about something that's just composed of one type of cell, hey, you could probably use a blunt tool and maybe achieve whatever you want to do. Um, but if you're talking about a bunch of interconnected systems that are highly specific um, then, you know, a blunt tool is usually not going to work. Just like a blunt tool might not work in a classroom with a bunch of different types of students. You might be able to use a blunt type of tool with one set of students, but that same blunt tool is probably not going to work with every student. In education, that's the reason why you've got different classes and magnet schools and programs and things like that, because blunt tools rarely work really well for a system. They just don't. Uh, and so obviously thyroid tumors are something you want to look at. And, and it kind of makes sense because, you know, think about what your thyroid gland does. What, is, what does it produce, right? T3 and T4. And T3 and T4 are kind of energy. So thyroid hormones give you energy. So it, it, it would make sense that that would be the case. Um, and so the point with this is, is this. If you have to take a diabetes drug, because you have diabetes, if you have type type 2 diabetes, um, and as you know, type 1 diabetics have to take insulin, right? But for type 2 diabetes, there are other options. There are medications like this, um, there's metformin, you know, there are other things. But if you don't have diabetes, please don't take this med these medications because you don't want to end up causing more harm than good, right? Just go ahead and listen to somebody like me or like Jillian Michaels and lose the weight in a healthier, more holistic way, honestly, because you don't want to be stuck with a condition just because you wanted to take a shortcut to losing weight. You don't want to end up with gut immotility where you cannot literally move your gut and you feel nauseous and you're vomiting all the time just because you took a shortcut. These drugs are powerful. And a lot of times they've only been tested for a year or two before, you know, or a little bit longer before they come out on the market in a certain sample size of people, usually people with that disease. So, you know, just think about that. You don't want to, you don't want to cause a permanent 
solution because of a temporary fix, right? You just don't want to do that, especially if it's a, a, a negative permanent solution. You don't want to do that. And, you know, one other thing I want to say before I move on uh, to the rest of the topics and, and we kind of close out is this. Uh, and I don't think this is good, but this is just kind of the, the, the world that we live in right now. A lot of these commercials just completely glorify having diabetes. And, you know, I think it's, it's a good thing when you lower the stigma associated with people being overweight or people having HIV or AIDS and things like that. That's a good thing. But when you glorify it on TV and make it seem like it's a party, that's not a good thing. And we shouldn't be doing that. And why pharmaceutical companies get away with doing that? I have no idea. Uh, obviously, um, you know, the FTC and, and other organizations that monitor whatever, what companies can do and can't do on TV, obviously there's, you know, there aren't a lot of uh, guardrails on it. But yeah, they, every, every, every commercial that I see uh, about diabetes drugs is all making it seem like it's a party. Like it's no big deal. But go talk to somebody who's a type 2 diabetic and see if they feel like it's no big deal. It is a big deal. Type 1 and type 2 diabetics, it's a big deal. It really is. Now, should people, you know, should we do things to make it more likely for people to get their blood sugar under control, whether it's through lifestyle uh, changes and choices or through, you know, other things? Obviously, things like changing your diet, exercise, drinking more water, things like that. Um, but also, if you need to be on a medication, you know, going, coming up with a plan with your doctor and being on a medication. But I don't think we should be glorifying diabetes drugs. And that's what these commercials do. Uh, they make it sound like it's fun, like it's a party. Uh, that's not a good message, especially because there are a lot of kids out there. Um, kids who could make some changes to their lifestyle before it's too late. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll kind of finish up with that, but you know, it's not trivial to have diabetes. It's not easy to live with. It's tough. Talk to a diabetic and see, but these commercials on TV glorify having diabetes and diabetes drugs. Like it's a party. It's, it's not a party. And you know, just like I talk about in some of the, uh, earlier podcast episodes that I did in season one. And then also that I did in season two, the one about listen to your body. Honestly, these drugs are powerful, right? They're powerful and they affect multiple different things. And one of the first things um, that doctors take an oath to do is to do no harm, then to do good. But that's part of the problem is that doctors aren't in charge of healthcare anymore. Pharmaceutical insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies seem to be. Uh, and, and I just don't think that's a good thing. You know, one of the first things that we should be doing is making sure that we don't do harm. And obviously people are getting harmed here and they're talking about it. So anyway, that's that. Um, uh, another thing I want to talk about before I wrap up today um, is about COVID-19. Uh, and I'm specifically going to kind of talk about it just from a mental health standpoint. So one of the things that a lot of people have reported with COVID after having had COVID-19 is just kind of a brain fog. Well, and it's a developing thing, so this might not be the only reason for it, but one of the things that they're talking about in the news now or in, in, in research is this. They believe, because of some studies that they've done on brain fog, that it's related to clotting proteins. And that kind of makes sense. 
one of the things that they pointed out at the very beginning or near the beginning of COVID-19, the, the pandemic, was about the fact that it caused vasculitis in children. And that just means an inflammation of the blood vessels, um, vasculitis. Um, and vasculitis are a group of diseases associated with problems with blood vessels. They can occur in children. They can also occur in adults. But basically, when you talk about uh, blood vessels um, or inflammation of blood vessels or problem with blood vessels, one of the first things that you think about is blood clotting, right? Uh, you think about blood thinners. Um, and you thought, think about the opposite of that. So clotting proteins are believed to be one of the reasons why people are having brain fog due to COVID. Um, and you can look that up. It's on my Facebook page. Um, so you can look at my Facebook page, um, David Wright, or Fresh Start with Dr. David, or any of the, uh, the groups that I have on Facebook, and you'll find um, my Facebook page and you can look it up. But it makes a lot of sense because, and it's another one of those things that just kind of makes sense is that if you talk about blood clotting, right? And, the, and kind of like the clotting mechanism and the way that your, your, your blood vessels work to prevent bleeding, it would make sense that that would have a huge effect in the brain because what do you have a lot of in the brain? Blood vessels. You've got a lot of nerves too, but you've got tons of blood vessels. The most important blood vessels, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, there and in the heart uh, and, you know, and a few other key organs, but there aren't that many blood vessels in the, in the body that are more important than the brain. They really are. So that kind of makes sense that it would have a big effect and that makes sense why a lot of people would still be suffering from COVID brain fog. I'm not going to do, a, this episode isn't really meant to do a whole thing on COVID-19 and other viruses, but I would say this, just like with the stuff that I was saying about these diabetes drugs, go back to the basics when it comes to COVID and things like that. Make sure that you're, uh, that you're watching your weight, right? Make sure that you're getting exercise. Make sure, because there have been worse outcomes in people who are obese, uh, and people with chronic medical conditions. So make sure that you do the basics. Make sure you're getting the nutrition that you that you need to get. Make sure you're drinking water. Make sure that you are doing the things that you need to do to make sure you're not immunocompromised. A lot of people are immunocompromised, which means their immune system's not up to speed and they don't know it. Dehydration, not being hydrated enough, actually makes you immunocompromised. Uh, and a bunch of other conditions can do that too. Diabetes is another one, right? So there are a lot of conditions. So make sure that you've got the basics covered, the foundation covered for your health, uh, your diet, your nutrition, vitamins and minerals, staying hydrated, staying as active as you can and things like that. Make sure you've got the basics down, right? Um, and then obviously do the other things that you need to do specific to your own health to help prevent you from getting COVID and other viruses. The other things that you want to do um, to the best of your ability is stop vaping and stop smoking. If you need help with that, reach out to my office. I help clients do that all day, every day. Tons of clients and I have a really, really high success rate. So definitely reach out to me if you want to quit vaping or quit smoking. And in a lot of cases, uh, I'll probably do a full podcast about this, but in a lot of cases, uh, I actually may have done a podcast about this. I did when I talked about addictions, but in a lot of cases, vaping is worse than smoking. And I explain in that podcast why it is. So check out, I think it's episode 25 that I did in season two this season about addictions. But a lot of times people are vaping and worse off than had they been smokers. 
Um, and you, sh you need to check out that episode and find out why. Um, moving right along, uh, I did an episode earlier this year about the power of the seasons. And I specifically, I believe, talked about the power of spring. We're now in fall. Every single season has an energy to it, right? Um, and an intent of that season. Spring is all about planting, right? Planting and planting. And then the summer is about growing and nourishing. The fall is about harvest, right? And and just kind of resting and, and, and storing up things for the winter. That's what this season about is about. So make sure that you're harvesting everything from the seeds that you planted earlier this spring and that you've nourished. Make sure that you're catalyzing all those reactions, all those things that you had planned on do, doing earlier in the year, near the beginning of the year, start wrapping those things up. And if you haven't acted on them, start acting and following up on those things right now. This is the time of the year to follow up on stuff. All the things that you've left undone, all the post-it notes that are stuck up that haven't been answered, all the to-do lists, all the things that you said you were going to do at the beginning of the year you haven't started yet, it's not too late. And now is a good time, especially any loose ends for things that you haven't started yet, to do that. That's what the fall season of, is it's all about. And if you come to my office, I've got a program that I will share with you. I share uh, self-improvement audios and products with all of my clients. Um, they really work. I've gotten great feedback. But there's a course that I share with my clients about the power of the seasons. And I'll share that with you. It's called Four Seasons. And it's really, really good. But this is the season for harvest. So this is the time of the year when you want to start harvesting and getting ready for the winter, right? And that's why we end the year off with things like Christmas and Hanukkah, right? Uh, because you're wrapping up the year for the next spring, which will be here before we know it. So this is the season of fall. It's a season of harvest. So now is the time when you start wrapping things up. And if you have trouble getting started or following through on things or you procrastinate a lot, schedule an appointment at my office and we'll address it. The last kind of thing I want to talk about now um, is uh, insurance. So this is also the time of the year where open enrollment starts for a lot of employers, uh, where you get to choose which healthcare plan you want and how much it costs and how much gets deducted from a pay period and all that kind of stuff. If you don't have a lot of chronic health conditions, be sure to try to find out about getting a flexible healthcare spending account or a health savings account. If you don't have a lot of medical problems, you can use an FSA or an HSA to use your healthcare insurance premiums to fund things that you will use instead of just paying money out to pay for everybody else's healthcare expenses and to go to insurance company profits. So if you're young, if you're relatively young, if you have relatively few healthcare conditions, right? If you don't have a lot of specialist visits and a lot of doctor's visits, find out about an FSA or an HSA. Contact me and I'll share the information with you. I promise you, if you do that, you're gonna be a lot better off financially, right? And in a lot of cases, with HSAs, health, uh, health savings accounts, you can roll over the money you don't spend into an investment account, right? So be really smart with your money. Just think about it. If you work a full-time job, probably, I don't know, somewhere between two and $500 a month of your pay is going towards your healthcare insurance, a PPO, an HMO, whatever you have. 
make sure you're not wasting that money. And if you have any questions about it, give me, you know, send me an email. Um, Dr. David at MLCOGA.com. Or you can email me at Fresh Start with Dr. David at gmail.com. But definitely make sure you do that. It's your money. And, you know, money matters more now than any other time because insurance premiums are going up. So make sure that you've got a, a healthcare, um, healthcare insurance plan that works for you in your, in your situation. Now, if you do have a lot of chronic medical conditions uh, and you have a lot of specialists or you're on a lot of medication, reach out to me and we can also talk about that. Maybe you should stay on what you are. Maybe you could get a better plan where more services are covered, right? But make sure that you're on a plan that meets your needs. And, you know, generally speaking, the insurance industry is made so that risk is pulled and expenses are pulled. And so if you are young, relatively young, and you're relatively healthy, chances are the money, most of the money that you pay towards your insurance is going towards someone else or to the insurance company's profits. And you just don't want that. Uh, you want that to go towards your retirement and your investments and other things that are going to give you a return on your investment later on down the road. And with that, I'm going to wrap up. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I was close. I got down to 53 minutes, but make sure you stay tuned. Um, if you need help, if you need life coaching, if you need life advice, check out my website, www.AtlantaCoaching.com or www.MLCOGA.com. And check out the Life Advice 360 tab. If you've got questions about your healthcare insurance or what you should do, reach out to me. Send me an email. Uh, and if you got a question about anything else, be sure to do that. Also, remember, have free Facebook groups that you can join. If you, if you like getting positive messages every day, you can check out my free groups on Facebook. They are called Fresh Start with Dr. David. New Balance with Dr. David, and then the last one is called GROW, capital G, capital R, capital O, capital W, uh, G-R-O-W. So definitely check that out and stay tuned for all the exciting guests that I have upcoming. You take care. Bye-bye.